It's Edmonton's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Taniguzzi coming to you today with Edmonton's podcast, a member of Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen in Edmonton, Alberta. So you can listen, discover, and engage. Today's guest is Dana Bowman, Account Executive at Insight Insurance and Risk Management. Thanks for joining us today, Dana. Thanks for having me, Mario. Tell me a little bit about what Insight is and does. Sure. So Insight Insurance is um, an insurance brokerage here in Edmonton, um, and we focus on mid to large size companies, which is kind of cool. Um, So uh, I like to focus on construction companies, tech, manufacturing. um, And I guess like for people that don't know, um, the difference between an insurance broker and an insurance company is we kind of just facilitate the policy on your behalf with the insurance company and we negotiate rates and stuff like that. So that's what I do. How did you uh, get involved in this and, and, and why? Well, it's kind of a long story, so I'll give you the Coles notes. Um, but a family friend said that I'd really enjoy insurance. And at first, I wasn't totally sure. I had never been an employee before, except for working at McDonald's when I was like 14. Um, and so even when I first started in insurance, I was like, I'm just going to be a subcontractor. I don't want to be someone's employee. Um, but I, I, I really enjoy it. It works with my personality. Like I love being technical and I also love talking to people. So I guess that's how I got started. Um, and I've kind of blossomed the blossomed as well. Like I've been doing it now for over two years and I see myself doing it for like the next five, 10 years for sure. Being based in Edmonton, tell me what the uh, benefits are of, of working and doing business in Edmonton these days. Well, this is something I love talking about. So Edmonton is really like, it's a relationship based city. Um, it really helps that like it's, it's quite small. So it feels like a lot of people, like, like everyone knows everybody and it just helps with business as well. Just because like when we're talking to like say an underwriter about what we need, like for clients insurance, it's like, I can say that I know this person, like I can vouch for them. So that's definitely a plus. And Edmonton is just a really interesting city. I mean, we're just about to hit a million people. And I don't know if you read this, but it was in the news recently that Edmonton is probably going to be doubling in size in the next 30 years. So, wow. um, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. So just being a part of that is, is really interesting. And there's a lot of people in Edmonton, I think, that are excited about like, our growth and, and where we can go. So are there uh, challenges right now of, of doing business in, in, in Edmonton? Um, there are definitely just because of, you know, we're in Alberta. <laughs> so yeah. that's probably the one thing that a lot of people will talk about is um, the economy. I mean, that, that, that hurts a lot of people. Um, I think in a lot of ways, like people in Edmonton are very resilient. So I know a lot of the people that I'm talking to, like maybe, maybe like five years ago, they were making money um, in a certain way and they just had to adapt and change just because of the economy. And mm-hmm. now, um, if anything, maybe they're being like more profitable or their profit margins are a little bit bigger, uh, larger, um, or just, just like things are definitely changing in Edmonton because of the economy. And it's definitely a struggle. Like I'm not saying it isn't. Um, but I think, I think a lot of people have overcome that struggle and, and we're continuing to grow, like I said. 
Would you recommend Edmonton for people to start up businesses? Yeah, I would. And here's why. Um, so, yeah. uh, like I said, Edmonton is growing. Um, we're seeing like like we're, the projections are that Edmonton should grow to two million people, so double in size in the next thirty years. So, I think it's really important. Like, if if someone starts a business here in Edmonton today you'll be a part of that growth. So Mm -hmm. I think that's really good. And then Edmonton is the number three or four city. I'm not totally sure where exactly we are in the rankings, but we're third or fourth in the whole world uh, when it comes to machine learning and artificial intelligence. So there's a lot of tech companies that um, maybe are starting up in Edmonton and and, and seeing like success, Mm -hmm. especially if you're in tech, I would say come to Edmonton. In your career, what's been the biggest challenge uh, that you've faced and had to overcome? There's a lot of challenges, especially being a young person. And this is another thing that I'm really passionate about is talking to young people. Just, I think right for me, the biggest challenge is just that I don't know everything. So sometimes it can be a huge struggle just like figuring things out and, and I don't always know what path to go down. Um, so the way I kind of get around that is I like to surround myself by really good, like experienced people who have been there and done that. Um, I have a couple mentors in my life and they help me out. So, um, it's challenging for sure being a young person in business, but as long as you have like a couple people that can help you out, help you with negotiating, like they can kind of warn you and say, Hey, like me, that's like, you're spinning your wheels here. Like with me, let's move on to something that'll be a little bit better for you. Like that helps a lot. So you recommend a career in insurance for young people? Yes, I do. There's nothing wrong with insurance at all. The only, the only little thing that I would say is that there's automation that's definitely coming. Um, and I think insurance is going to be one of the casualties. So I do recommend um, insurance for young people, but I would just say like, be aware that automation is coming. So just always look to diversify your skill set and, and look at how you can make sure that you're, you're useful for employees in the future or figure out like your, your own business strategy, stuff like that. So insurance is really good though for learning about a whole bunch of different companies and different industries. Like for example, I can be talking to someone who owns like an ice cream food truck in the morning and then in the afternoon talking to like someone who owns a construction company. So mm-hmm. there's, a huge, there's a huge range of people that I talk to and it's really good for that. So I don't know about you, but uh, I get a lot of inspiration and uh, creativity in kind of the weirdest places and, and things that I do. Is there anything uh, that you do, uh, you know, whether it's you know, some passions or some hobbies or whatever, where inspiration just flows uh, for your work? Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, um, I guess I can talk about my hobbies. So I love playing squash on Friday nights. People still do that? Yes, it's, so much <laughs> it's, fun. Actually, it's actually something that you don't see anymore. That uh, you know, squash used to be the rage uh, years ago, but I didn't think it still was. Really? No, I've been trying to get lots of people out to play squash. The only issue is that my work keeps giving me like items that I have to go to on Friday nights. Friday nights are usually the day that I go to, so I haven't been in a month, but I love it. <laughs> The club that I go to is the Edmonton Squash Club. And it's really interesting because you can play like 10 minute, like really quick games um, with two other people. So it's kind of like a King's Court sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get off after 10 minutes and then you just kind of like sit in the waiting area and then you talk to other people. So it's really um, conversational and social. And that's probably the part that I love the most. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I play soccer on Sunday nights. 
I'm a huge fan of the Oilers, obviously, because my company um, insures like the whole ice district, which includes Rogers Arena. And I'm actually going to a game tonight, <laughs> Flames versus Oilers. We'll see how it goes. But in terms of creativity, I just kind of had a bit of an interesting path in life, for sure. And I, like, I was always a, my own business owner, sole proprietor, and I own my own small businesses. So like, I know what it's like to have to go out there and be creative. And like, you always have to be working really hard to be able to, to make sure that you're, you're doing a good job at your work. So um, what, what kind of things did you do as a small business owner? It was kind of like whatever, whenever I saw an opportunity, I would kind of jump on it. And sometimes it's successful, sometimes it wasn't. Um, probably the one that I think is most interesting is I was in uh, computer science in university. And um, uh, this thing called WordPress came out, which if you don't know what it is, that's totally fine. But at the time, like websites cost $12,000 minimum <laughs> to make. So quite a bit of money and it was mostly just the labor like that, that costs so much, but WordPress came out and it was kind of like this system where you could drag and drop and create like a website for relatively low price. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just saw an opportunity and I decided to go like drop out of university, um, and go straight into, uh, industry and just created my own business and I sold WordPress websites and I made oh, okay. really good money. <laughs> I use um, a lot of WordPress my, in my job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's the thing, though, is that, like, at the time, nobody used WordPress. Mm. So it was really, it was kind of a unique thing, and I can make quite a bit of money at it. Um, these days, I mean, you can hire someone in India that will make a website for you for, like, $250. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's just not viable <laughs> as a business strategy anymore. Um, but... That was probably the most interesting. I, I owned a property management company as well, just because I own a condo and the property management company that we had was not great. And I was like, I could definitely do better. Yeah. So I started that company and yeah, there's been a couple different areas, but insurance mm. is probably the one area where I've stuck with it because I really enjoy it. And like I said, first time that I'm an employee, it's really great having someone else paying for your your health insurance and <laughs> yeah and all that stuff yeah hey what's the best piece of advice you've ever received about uh, being involved in business um i would probably swing back to my earlier comment about um mentorship for young people um because i haven't been in business for that long but it's just it's just incredibly important to have someone who can who can help you out yeah for business i mean the thing is like um, every single business is so unique and different. I guess like one thing I would say too, is just if you are going to be spending like 40, 50, 60 hours a week on one area of business, then yeah. it's something that like, if you're not passionate about it, then find a way to become passionate about it and like mm -hmm. find the areas that you really enjoy. Um, I know that like not every single part of what I do with insurance is super enjoyable, yeah. but there are parts that definitely like sing to me and I really enjoy it. So mm -hmm. uh, that's what I would say. You need to like, you need to find your passion within your own industry and, and use that as your driver to like um, do a really mm -hmm. good job. So if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you do? As I would do insurance. I would do it. I think that's what I was doing was like jumping from one thing to another until I found something okay. that I liked. I love insurance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask you a couple of kind of personal type questions. Everybody has a bucket list these days, uh, you know, a personal bucket list of what they want to do. Is there anything that is sitting on top of your list right now? Good question. 
<laughs> I guess um, sitting on top of my bucket list would be travel. I have traveled quite a bit to like the U.S. but um, in Europe, but I haven't gone to um, Africa before. So I would love to go to South Africa or Ethiopia. I think that would be really cool. Professionally, I mean, I've struggled quite a bit in business because I was always jumping from one thing to another. So it was always kind of in like the beginning stages of mm-hmm. my career. Um, and never really progressing. So I think for me, like I just entered that intermediate stage um, and I can talk with authority about what I'm passionate about, which is insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, And on my bucket list is probably to achieve like the advanced stage. So I can like start mentoring other people um, and someone who who has like the experience to back the knowledge. Mm -hmm. Are you a reader? Yes. (laughs) What are you reading right now? So... I read for work, um, so that takes up a lot of my mental capacity when it comes yeah. to reading. Um, but when it comes, okay, so I have a couple. My friend Mark Donnelly, who works at ATB, recommended that I should read How to Get to Yes, and it's a book on like, um, like it's a business book, and I think it's really interesting. Um, and I'm just starting that. And then my friend Tom Uminski, who works at Xerox. Oh, I forget what the name of the book was called and I can look it up here, but, um, it was like how to negotiate or some, Oh, never split the difference, which is another apparently really, really good business book. And then personally, um, I'm in the middle of reading this one book that is called Putin's country. Um, and I forget who the author is, but it's, it's really interesting because this, this author visited Russia every single year for 20 years for like three months at a time. So she didn't become like a local. Like she was always look at it objectively. And each chapter of this book is um, following the same person throughout that whole 20 years. So she talks like about like a cabbie driver and like his struggles um, and and just a whole bunch of different people. So it's really interesting. I haven't picked it up in a little while, but I'm looking forward to finishing it for sure because yeah, like each chapter is very different and Mm -hmm. gives you like, uh, a look into their life and how, how yeah. life has changed as well since the USSR fell. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you had to choose one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Intense. Okay. <laughs> why? Um, um, so I'm not, um, I'm not great at all things, but there are some things that I'm really good at um, as like insurance is one of them. Um, and when, when I find something that I really love, and that I want to get better at, like I put all of my energy into that. So, oh, okay. um, yeah. So you mentioned uh, travel earlier. Uh, outside of Edmonton, is there a favorite place that you've been to that you would like to go to? I've been to quite a few places. I mean, I went to Holland, the Netherlands, uh, a couple of years ago. My, my grandparents are Dutch, so that was oh, okay. cool seeing them. Um, you know, I actually really like Edmonton. It's really funny because the way I look at it is I should try and make enough money so I can travel. But then I always come home to Edmonton because Edmonton is such like, it's just home to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I I love Edmonton for sure. But I mean, in terms of travel, I mean, I've been to Vegas quite a few times, which is always fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. If you have a, a, a daily routine, that uh, do you have one? Like, uh, do you do something every day, almost religiously? Uh, check my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. Why is that? Uh, I always love, well, I post on there on a regular basis. So that's fun. Um, but also um, just keeping up to date with everyone else in the business community and seeing what they're doing. Yeah, it's always really interesting when someone posts. I really, I really enjoy it if they're posting about uh, progress that they're making in work or mm. something new that they're doing. I don't really have a routine too much. Like at my company, um, my, my CEO's philosophy is that she hires like people who are really good at what they're doing. Mm. They don't need to be micromanaged. So it's not like I come in and have to do something specific or I have to meet certain metrics every single day. Like we get together probably every three months and she's like, okay, so where are you? And like, what are your goals and what are we doing? Um, but really my day is my own and I kind of, I, I use it to my advantage for sure. I mean, I'm not just like wasting time, but um, okay. every day is different. Okay. I'm going to ask you kind of an oddball question. Imagine a small tropical island in the middle of the ocean, and it only has one phone booth and no other technology, no internet, etc. We're going to drop you off there, and at any time you can use the phone booth on the island to call the boat, and we'll come pick you up. Uh, how long would you last before making that phone call, and what do you think you'd be doing while you were there? <laughs> You're not getting a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a free vacation to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's it's probably a couple of weeks before you get that phone call, and uh, probably just relaxing. It sounds like a fun time. <laughs> Thanks <Okay>. for that. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to add, Dana, before you leave us today? Well, thanks for having me. First of all, this has been a real pleasure talking to you. And I, I want to say that I'm always looking to promote both my industry. I'm looking to promote Edmonton. Um, and I'm a part of a couple different associations that I think you guys should check out. So one of them is the Edmonton Construction Association, which uh, represents the second largest construction community in Canada, which is the Edmonton Construction Community. And then the second one is the Association for Corporate Growth, which is a group that helps um, companies move from like SME into like the mid-sized um, space. So, um, and I'm, a, I'm on the board for both of those groups. Okay, super. Thanks for joining us today, uh, Dana. Thanks for having me. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Edmonton's podcast on Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. And then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.